Yes, welcome to the Brady Vilhauer podcast, the podcast which is infinitely passionate uh, about growing. I love growing. I love improving myself. I love learning about how we can improve. And you know what? I want to spout this out real quick as a as a quick early tangent. Then I'm going to jump into today's meat. This week I was thinking a lot about. Um, you know, you you hear about personal development, you hear about personal improvement, and I'm skeptical. I'm a skeptical person a lot, so a lot of times I'm like, okay, is it really personal development? Are you just calling it that? And we're gonna get together and sit in a circle and hum and meditate, and and then someone's gonna say, congratulations, you've grown, and the whole room is gonna be gullible enough to say, oh yeah, you're right, man, I have grown. That was great, but no one actually really grew. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of those going on right now. Personal development, as my little brother would say is the easiest field in the world to scam because you don't really know if you've grown. It's like it's like a one workout session, you know? Or like you know even if you sign up for a one month course for personal development, it's like it's like, you know, jogging for a month. Will you really notice a huge difference? Not as much. So it's tough and especially if it's a one day event. It's like that I really grow, I don't know. So that's that's the tough part, and I think those are very correlated, and that's why I think one-day events are tough to to really bring home the gusto because it might not be as lasting. Anyway, um, I still what I what I was pondering on and thinking a lot about this week was okay. We've been going so, for example, we've been going to our marriage group, Chrissy and I. She's there right now. I'm on my way home from the airport because I was out this week and I was not able to uh, be there, but she's there right now. So I was thinking, I, I was consciously realizing, okay, I'm doing this in my marriage and I see it because we talked about it, you know, maybe if it was something that was existing or I'm now doing this in my marriage daily and I'm doing that because we're meeting up and talking about marriage. And that leads me to believe, wow, when you surround yourself with the right influences and you surround yourself with people who love marriage, for example, you become a better spouse. So that has been showing through in my life, hands down right now, and it has opened up my eyes and, and increased my hope to say, okay, Brady, sometimes you feel like uh, on this podcast, like you're not sharing value, like no one's going to get anything from this. You feel, Sometimes I feel like I'm sharing something that I learned and no one cares, whatever. <clears throat> I want to say that because I'm personally going through listening to podcasts or going to my marriage group or going to church on Sundays or, you know, I listened to Ed Milet and with Jenna Kutcher today. Beautiful episode. Are they really changing my life? The answer is yes. And then not everything is going to change your life. It's like school. Some people never use math. Some people never use art. Some people never need history. Um, some people never really need any of it. But a lot of people do. And when they receive that, they have a tool now and can grow. So I just want to say I'm glad to have a podcast that two, three people listen to. Hopefully that number grows because I want to impact more people. But right now I couldn't give less of a rip about exactly how many people listen. I just want to put it out so that those who do listen can be grown. Okay, that's it. So freaking yeah, dude. That's why I'm here. So I'm juiced. I got a, I got, I got a excitement to be here. Today's meet. I want to talk about I was influenced by something uh, maybe inspired is a better word. I downloaded a YouTube video on the plane ride home and I watched it. It was an hour-long debate about a certain topic that I won't bring up to keep us from being distracted. Anyway, there was two opposing parties that were debating and I was just studying. 
I, I, I was talking to a buddy of mine. I rarely see just what's going on. I always look like beneath. It's a habit. It's not like because I'm extra cool. I always look beneath. What it, What are they saying right now? What, like, why are they saying what they're saying? Why do they react the way they do? I've focused a lot on the debate itself, the jabs, the punches, the the outright slams, the retreating, whatever, the respect. Like, I look at the whole aspect of it. And one thing that really frustrated me was even the person that I tended to agree with the viewpoint of the most wasn't being very fair so I just want to talk about that tonight because we all go through conversation and if you conversate with anybody in your life, this should help. Um, especially if you have a deep relationship or are married or have a great relationship with a brother or sister or friends. Um, the, the, the relationships in your life where you've moved from, so what did you think of the sports game this weekend, to, you know, I really don't like when you do this. You know, hey, would, would, could we work on this together? Hey, how do you feel when I when this happens and I do this? Like... I've got great friendships with with homies, my dudes, that we we have conversations like that sometimes. My brothers, I've got great relationships with my brothers, um, and obviously my wife is the most prominent one that I might get into arguments and uh, little debates or debacles with. Uh, so, being fair to me is very important. And what I mean by being fair is there's this phenomenon that goes on in my brain when I'm in an argument with someone. I I, I don't think in the last decent amount of years that I have ever done the following. Get into an argument with somebody and say that, you know, let's just say I'm in an argument with my wife. Just, let's just use a traditional example. This actually hardly ever has happened in our marriage, if at all. The trash, you know, take the trash out, for example. Say I didn't take the trash out on Wednesday and now we're arguing about it on Friday or arguing about something random and she spouts out, well, you didn't take the trash out on Wednesday. Do you know what I do in that situation, uh, I, I was going to, what I do in that situation is I say, you are right. I did not take the trash out on Wednesday. And I give her that credit. I say, you are correct. Your accusation, your observation, your, whatever she's saying, if it is factual information, I don't have enough bias in the argument just to win my point to not be able to say, you're right. And I and I love that viewpoint because it helps in, in you know, and, I, and I, I said with relationships that you're going deep with, that's not even the case. This is a universal truth among every relationship. Like I said, if you conversate with people, this is good to know. It, it's even used as a sales tactic at times. I can get into that later maybe. But just when they're right, you agree. Now, notice I didn't say agree with everything they say. That's called being a suck-up. That's called being a people-pleaser. That's called you're insecure about the way you look, so you want to agree with everything they say and be like, right? That is exactly what I say. Like, I can sense that from a mile away, and it makes me want to punch people in the nose. So don't fake that you agree with someone. But the point is, especially when they have an opposing viewpoint, to just acknowledge it. To say, hey, I see, at least I see why you feel that way. I understand your pain. And we're actually learning this exact thing in our marriage group, but I've learned this from other sources and have loved living it out since the beginning as it just comes naturally to me. I'm not that cool as you guys all know, but this is one of the things that comes naturally to me and I take great confidence in this. 
Um, I know people who don't know how to do that. I grew up with people who struggle to ever admit that they were wrong and that can kill relationships very quickly. I'm not saying that you succumb to their point of view if you're arguing with someone and you feel like you really need to make a strong point. But I am saying be fair. Uh, We would play football games back when and flag football games a lot with church. And uh, multiple churches, multiple scenarios, this happened to me. We're playing and, you know, uh, I'm I'm in the wide receiver position and so is the rest of my team because it's flag football. And we all run out and someone will catch the ball near me that's on my team. And I'm running with them just to kind of provide support slash whatever. I now see them step out of bounds and then step back in bounds and keep running. And the enemy, the, the opposing team will go, he stepped out. And then immediately the friendly team will go, no, no, he didn't step out. He didn't step out. I saw. And I will be right there and I will say, no, no, no. He stepped out. I saw his li- his leg go out of the line and come back in. I was there. And my whole team will turn to me and go, Brady, what the flip is wrong with you? You're arguing against our team? And I go, no, I'm being fair. There's, they're, they're called rules. We follow them to be fair so that when we win, we win fair. When we lose, we lose fair. And people just become so competitive and so <clears throat> steamy in their minds that they can't comprehend to stop and say, oh, I see. You know, he did step out. That's right. Let's, let's pick it up. Let's do better next time. People can't do that. Some people can't do that. And that competitiveness and that bias, again, just I it makes me very sad and very upset sometimes. And I just want to encourage people to say, just because you're arguing and you want to be right, you know, obviously you got to have pure motives and anyone who's in a decent marriage knows this, but you got to have pure motives when you argue. Um, you know, and also I don't think arguing is wrong. Just argue right. Fight fair is what what we, we learned a lot of too in our marriages. Learn to fight with with the objective of each other in mind. And that can be tough to do when you're arguing over points that you're completely opposite on. But just to just to give credit to the person where it's due, that's all I really want to say is I don't know why people get so stuck on that, but don't give in to that that passion against their topic so much that you cannot that you cannot see the rightness in who they are or what they say. And this goes beyond just that one specific example. In the sales example, for example, uh, for business and stuff, when someone is being when you're, when someone is selling something to someone, and the prospect client comes back and says, "Yeah, but if we get this, it won't work for our whatever," you don't say, "No, it will," because this like that's the worst way to do it. You say, "I okay, I see where that comes from," and if they're right, you say, "Yes, you're right." Like you could uh, just the point is. Allow yourself to be wrong in your relationships in life for every relationship because it builds trust, okay? One of, one of two things happens when you admit that you're wrong. One, they see that you're honest. They see that you're willing to be wrong in front of them and prove your worth elsewhere or through other means, whatever. And they respect you tremendously. That's what happens if you do that to me. If you're honest with me, I don't go, yeah, I told you so, you freaking idiot. I say, wow, you accepted that you were wrong. That means the world to me here. Let's go get some coffee, whatever. Like I respect that great deal. Here's the second thing that happens. If you admit that you're wrong, some very immature person across the table from you says, yeah, I knew you were wrong. See, 
you, you have a crappy product or you're a crappy person or you're the worst spouse ever because blah. And um, that helps you get an idea of who that person is. And outside of a marriage, you're allowed to say thank you very much and walk away. Marriage. Now, this isn't a marriage podcast, but in a marriage, that's not allowed. You don't just say, okay, well, I, guess, I thought this would work out, but it didn't because a marriage is a covenant. It's not a contract. Selling something to someone is a contract. Um, speaking with a good friend is more contractual than the covenant of marriage. So don't do that in your marriage, but you are welcome to do that in, in every other area. Even with a close friend, if it's something that you just notice they just don't click with you. They don't they don't accept what you think ever. They never they don't do what I'm talking about right now. They can never admit that they're wrong. Uh, they never whatever. If they're just a drainer, if they're just killing you, then you are allowed to just shake hands and say, Hey, you know what? I need a break. I need, you know or don't say anything in that case. Whatever, it's all good. But especially in the sales scenario or a more direct scenario, you can say, Hey, I appreciate you and your time. Be blessed. Let us know if we can ever help and shake hands, walk out. Uh, Also a very valuable skill. So I think it all comes from too is the underlying theme I'm sensing as I have conversation with y'all is, and myself with y'all is detach yourself from ever being so biased that it clouds your judgment completely. That's the thing. That's the ticket is don't ever fight for something so hard that it means life or death of everything around you. Unless it literally does mean that, but that's a very rare scenario. I think that's in the .0001% category of things we argue about in our lives, but um, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this, man. I love, I just love spouting this kind of stuff, you know, and I was encouraged today on that YouTube video I watched uh, with Ed Milet. Great I love Ed Milet's content. He's he's such a such a good good guy. He's a great businessman. He's a man of faith. Um, he's very honest and he's very open. Like on that on the pod, on the podcast I watched with him today with Jenna Kutcher, he straight up told her in the middle of the, middle of the interview, "Give me your thoughts on on how I do things." And so she did. And he goes, "Thank you for that. I appreciate that. I I noticed that other people have said that. I need to fix that." And for a man of that stature to slow down and say, Hey, thank you for the tips. I needed that. I'm going to go work on that is such a testament to why he is where he is. And as she was talking, she said, people think that everybody knows what you know, like, or what I know, like, like people will refrain from blogging or posting or whatever, taking a quick selfie video because they feel like the person on the other end guaranteed has mastered what they're about to say. And I struggle with that. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to get on here and tell people to fight fair. They've heard that term before. I'm not going to say, admit that you're wrong. They know what that is. Because most people who listen to this probably have heard those terms in some form. But maybe they need to hear it again. Maybe they need to hear it more. Maybe this was the time, you know. I love love the way Gary Vee says that. He knows he's not the only one pushing out motivational stuff to help people move forward. But he, he's always quoting himself or he's always saying that, you know, if this is the time, maybe I can make the video that makes someone get up out of their seat and go move. Um, and that's another reason why I like to post. So, yo, please share this with people if you loved it. Um, if you hated it, let me know why. And I love you and would love to just chat and say blessings to you. Um, I'm so thankful for this opportunity. 
I'm thankful for everything in life, man. Gratitude is such a big key. So be good, everybody. And don't forget to give me a like, share, subscribe, thumbs up. I've been resisting a yawn this entire time. I'm so sorry. It's late where I was in D.C. So anyways, y'all, I freaking love you guys, man. Thank you for listening to this. Truly, truly thank you. You are all such a blessing to me. Anyone who has laid their ears on this part and gotten this far, especially, you have an extra special place in my heart. And uh, I need to develop a way to reward you guys just because of how, how much it means to me. You know, if someone saves my dog from the tree, I would love to have them over for teen crumpets. I need to figure out that exact equivalent for people who listen to my podcast. So anyway, we'll work on that one. I love you guys. Be blessed. Be good. Have a great night, evening. If you're driving, showering, coffee tasting, wine pairing, or licking asphalt roads, whatever you're doing, if you're listening, I'm thankful. I appreciate you. Be good. Be blessed. This has been the Brady Villehauer Podcast. Peace. What the flip is up? Um, I haven't recorded a podcast in a really long time. And I just wanted to say hey to my homies. Um, I posted something on, first of all, it's beautiful weather out right now in Phoenix. It's raining. Beautiful. I love the rain. So good for this dry state. Anyways, uh, I posted on my story yesterday, if they don't have the finances you want, don't take their financial advice. If they don't have the body you want, don't take their workout or fitness slash health advice. If they don't have the spiritual fruit you desire don't take their spiritual advice and if they don't have the children you want don't take their parenting advice um and the reason i said that was because and i think most people got it because it got reposted like way more than any story i've ever done and so there was like massive hype around it and i was like dang that was it was cool to see how many people were impacted by that you know i i try never to take that as wow i'm so smart check out what i did but rather I want to share more because I feel like it impacted a lot of people and I'm so grateful for that. And I just want to get on here and say a few words of thought and encouragement if I can, if you will allow me. So first of all, that's, you know, technically considered, I suppose, what you'd call mindset advice. And that being said, if you don't want my mindset, if if I don't have the mindset that you want, then don't listen to that advice, technically, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I want to be not hypocritical when I talk about that because it's it's the case with anything. If they don't have the X that you want, don't take their X advice. Um, and the reason I said that is because I just feel like there's a lot of grandpas out there. There's a lot of uncles out there that are pressing on their, their nephews and their grandkids and whatever, you know, hey, you make sure you put all your money into, you know, <clears throat> a certain stock, you know, whatever, just put all your money into Chevrolet, they're the best company on earth, they're like, well, first of all, that's mad bias, but uh, I think we just get pressed these things, especially, no offense to the older generations, but I think, you know, all due respect to them, I think they desire to help us, and so they, they have regrets maybe, or things they didn't do, and then they say, you know, I should have invested in stock, therefore, I'm going to go tell all my grandkids, hey, invest in as many stocks as you possibly can, this way, this way, you know, and not that it's wrong. And so, so I, that's what I want to cover is one, be wary of the people that just tell you what to do and, and, incur- and you have to go get your diploma. You have to go get your degree. You have to go to school. Um, while school might be a great option for most of us, 
I do want everybody to check inside and say, is school for me? Am I supposed to be more on the entrepreneurial ventures? Uh, And if so, I have heard over and over again that school is the worst option for entrepreneurs and people of certain industries because it will not teach you anything at all. And while there is still a little bit of weight around the, the paper, the degree, it's not near as important as it once was. So look into that for sure if you're, if you're school bound. Nothing wrong with school. It's just a self-awareness thing if you feel like that. So you are not. So that's the first thing is watch out for people that are just spitting advice. You know, don't do this with your kids. Well, did, you know, if someone's given you sleeping advice for your ki- for you know your children, did their children or do their children sleep the way that you want your children to sleep? You know, and that happened to me. Um, we got criticized a bunch for doing sleep scheduling with our kids, and people were like, "Why would you wake a sleeping baby to feed them? Why would you have to feed them at a certain time? Why would you hold off to feed them?" until a certain time and and we didn't do it perfectly but we got a lot of criticism and even from people really close to us so it hurt um and we just looked at each other and I said Chrissy let's just keep going she said I agree let's keep going so we did and now we have some of the greatest sleeping children um uh, of any age (laughs) much less two years and nine months but uh those are our two ages of our kids but um, anyway, you know what I mean? It's take the advice of the people that have done it and know it. And the reason that's so important is because there's all these like skinny dudes or, you know, uh, super overweight dudes that are like, oh yeah, this is how you're going to want to work out. You're going to want to, you're going to want to do the Stairmaster for 45.6 minutes. And, and I'm like, yo, no offense, but why would I take your leg workout advice when I don't want your legs? And that's not to say this is the second part that you can't have an opinion on something. If you're overweight and you want to talk fitness, talk fitness, homie. Like don't be a, I'm not saying you can't talk about fitness. If you would, if you don't have the ideal body, whatever that is, whether that's just lost weight or whether that's muscular fit looking, whatever it is, don't be afraid to have an opinion just because, uh, you know, you're overweight. What I'm trying to guard against is people that are like, this is how you're going to want to do it. And it's not true. Uh, Even if it is true, just be careful as the advice giver if you're someone that has not yet like lived it, you know? So it's not to say you can't enter the conversation and say, hey, you know what? I've heard this. This is what I do. This is what makes me feel accomplished, sore. Uh, I've lost X amount of pounds doing this and that. Because first of all, you can have an opinion and you can have results. So I'm not trying to rat out the people that haven't gotten there in business or finance or spiritual or parenting or marriage or whatever. I'm just trying to say, don't be the dude that walks up and gives firm information if you don't know it. Um, uh, Because it is important to talk about and I want everybody to be encouraged even if they're on the beginning of their journey. But, you know, the, the word says be quick to listen, slow to speak. And, you know, I've noticed it doesn't say be quick to listen, slow to speak un- until you become an expert. Like it always says be quick to listen, slow to speak. And I know John Maxwell, who many people know, especially in the church, um, as like the leadership king of leadership. Like he he has been the most successful leadership teacher, according to many, many, many very successful people's minds. Um, they say that about him. They love him. Uh, is I've, I've heard stories of him. He always listens a ton. He doesn't go out and just spout out. So, you know, even if you are an expert, 
it's not always fun or the best option to just run out there and spout out all you know. So, uh, in terms of advice and whatnot. So yeah, you can take advice from someone who hasn't done it, but I'm just trying to guard against those of us who have heard people talk about it. So one, uh, was, what was number one? I forgot what number one was, but you can rewind luckily because my brain doesn't work very well. (laughs) And two was you can still have an opinion on something. Um, and then I think there was, so yeah, one was watch out for people that are spouting it. Two was you can still have an opinion, but, uh, don't go out there and spout it, you know, be, be, be gentle about it, be explorative about what's still out there. Um, and yeah, I mean, given this rhetoric, is that the word? I don't have like the ability to give advice on almost any front. I mean, I feel like an okay father and an okay husband. Um, but I feel like I really suck at like having spiritual fruit and giving God more time. And I feel like I don't have much to say regarding finances, um, because of certain things, but there's fields of it, of it. Like I've never been super wealthy. I've never been to look at, you know, my cash flow and be like, yo, I'm freaking loaded. But I have been proud of the way we've saved money and paid off $10,000 loans and, you know, in a certain amount of time and all that. So it's it's about knowing where you've done it and because it is powerful to encourage people in something too. You know, maybe you've gone through a lot of breakups. You do have room to speak for breakups. Uh, because you've gone through it, you know? I just, I don't know, I'm so sick of all, every, this is like, the, what do they call this, the information era? And that's true. The problem is, we learn all this information, <clears throat> and then we go out and we spout it all out without ever having done it. And I've done this plenty of times. You read a book, or you read a concept, and you're like, that's really smart. And then you go out and you spout that out. This is the way it's done. This is what so-and-so said. And then you come to find out later that that's all wrong you know, and the information going around happens to be so, that's another reason is if you take every bit of advice you get, then you're going to be screwed because one day walnuts are the greatest food ever for your brain. The next day, a study comes out that walnuts were related to, you know, a heavy diet intake from like six people that died yesterday from cancer. So they think it's walnuts, you know, it's, the studies are so rampant because we're constantly searching to figure out what's true and what's not, but yet we do nothing about it. So you've got all these people running around that have taken fitness courses, that have read fitness articles, that follow the fitness guy on Instagram, that subscribe to the fitness dude on YouTube and learn how these big jack dudes do it that sometimes are just goofing off anyways and then take that to be the Bible when they've never done it. Oh, the third thing is everybody's different. So you can't just expect to have the same exact results as everybody else. So even if someone has really good advice, you still have to weigh that and say, is this what's good for me? You know, but the best way to learn is through experimentation. You know, if you really want to grow a business and you feel like someone's got business advice that you're like, dang, that's so good. I do want to live by, you know, kindness. I do want to build it from the ground up brick after brick, you know, the quality way and not go a fast, hasty way. Do it, try that and see where it gets you. And be careful to go, you know, I struggle with this, go more than two days trying a new technique and then judging it from there. Like sometimes you got to go years at a time with something. So that's why like in the gym, which I've got so much room to grow, I'm always weak. I'm always grinding. Uh, I, I've tried different things. You know, some days it's about 12 reps, 15 reps. And then some days it's about eight reps or six reps. 
Um, some days it's about slow and concise motion where I'm really concentrated, focusing really hard. Some days it's about just push that weight up and do what it takes to be strong and build that power, you know. Um, but I try to stick with all that to say, I try to stick with those things, you know, 15 reps. I try to stick with that for a month or more at a time. And if I'm working out properly, that's 16 workouts in a row where I'm going off the 15 rep mentality. And then I try not to switch it too fast, which is easy to do. Cause there's all, like I said, study after study, after study, after study. If we go by what the studies are, we will be so, you know, flipped around, turned around all the time because there's so many studies and I, while I love studies, I, I'm, I'm growing less and less to listen to someone, you know, from a stage say, you know, 15% of people, blah, blah, blah. Not that they're doing that maliciously, but is that actually true, bro? Because if I look, you can find anything you want according to a university, you know, a reputable source that says something completely opposite than the other study it's logical you know it's like if your kid is crying in their crib go up and get them that way they know you love them well that makes sense right yeah for sure okay here's the next study if your kid is crying in their crib don't go get them because then it teaches them that every time they cry you're going to open the door storm in there and interrupt their time where they're supposed to be napping oh yeah all that makes sense yeah but if you don't if you you know there's all these studies about this and that, and then they go back and forth, and there's always a whatever. You, we can be convinced of absolutely anything. So all this crap to say, go out and figure stuff out for yourself, even if it sounds really stupid, even if people don't believe in what you're doing, even if your mother, your grandfather, <coughs> your uncles, your sisters, your nephews and your nieces, whatever, judge you for it. You, you don't have to be a jerk. And, and I also don't want there to be negative connotation around this whole thing regarding risk advice and all. But do go figure things out for yourself. Yes, it's harder. Yes, it's slower. Yes, there is some value in studies. But like what I'm saying is maybe take... Okay, if you... Dude, I struggle with giving advice because I feel like I don't have a place. But I just want to share my thoughts and say, I think it's smart and you can agree or disagree to take, maybe start with a study. Studies show that this type of workout, this type of eating can help you lose weight. Okay, take that, stick with it, and go with it for a long time. Even though it's hard, even though it's weird, even though the next study will come out and say, well, actually, this is stupid. Do this instead. Because the studies come out too often for us to figure that out. So that's another reason, you know, the people that write those studies are merely examining and sometimes don't have all the clues they just want to put out the next clickbait headline study that says do this do this so that they look cool and and hopefully are historically correct and then get paid a lot of money so remember where the intent is you know people that write those studies aren't always in the best interest of what that subject is i'm sure so all that to say keep grinding keep doing what you're doing Thank you for listening to the podcast, my homies. I, I uh, this is kind of a off the beaten path. I don't, I don't normally do this anymore, but um, this was encouraged the other day. I just want to share this. But be good. I love you guys. And uh, if you ever have any questions or whatever, hit me up. I'm on Instagram, Brady Vilhauer. I'm on Facebook. Actually, I'm not. Facebook kind of sucks. But anyway, it's <laughs> an opinion. Be good, y'all. Thank you for listening. Peace.
What's up, what's up? It's your boy, Brady Villahauer. God is good. Hey, I wanted to jump in here real quick and say something. Just a real power smasher right now. I don't want to take too much time on this one. I don't even have too much time. I just want to say um, that I'm, I'm so I'm so frustrated with, this isn't to be negative, I just want to encourage people, uh, with the fakeness of today's society. We got women trying to flip around, take good booty shots for Instagram, using certain techniques. We've got, you know, dudes trying to make their muscles look huge. We've got roids. We've got people trying to flex on their finances and they're not actually that wealthy. The point is, don't brag ever, even when you're the best. If you've noticed, the people that are the best of the best of the best, and you don't even know. Like, there's drummers out there that are so phenomenal. And unless you go to one of their concerts, you don't even know they play drums. But they're, like, literally the best in the world. Like, the best. Not, like, an opinion. Like, factual. <laughs> um, anyway, all that to say, don't be fake. I'm so sick of all the fake going on. Um, I, and I know maybe a lot of people listen to this don't take booty pictures on Instagram because I have a lot of people who follow me that are... Uh, a little more moral than that. <clears throat> but one, I want to say, don't be so encouraged or don't be so inspired by fake because then you're shooting to read something that's not real. Uh, how do you know what fake is? That's a different story. Two, don't shoot to be fake. Don't let it influence you to become fake. And especially, it's tough because I feel like I go toward, I, I, I target women <clears throat> and I don't want to target women in that way, especially I don't want women to feel like uh, like they're, they're doing something wrong. But um, there's this sculpting thing, right? That you can wear these things and uh, put it on your body and make make the parts you want smaller, smaller, and the parts you want bigger, bigger. That's all I'm going to say. And they're rampant. They're in the mall. I see it everywhere. I, I haven't looked into it. I just see it everywhere. And so I was like, wait, what is that? And then I realized, oh my goodness, that's what that's for? So I felt just grossed out by that. And I just feel like that's a reflection. And again, not to attack women, that's just a reflection on today's society. We want <laughs> what in, in anything in life, we want what's what we want to look small, look smaller, such as our addiction to whatever it is, anything, such as you know our negativity, um, our waist size, our complaining, our, our laziness. We want all that stuff to look really small. We don't broadcast that, which rightfully so. I don't think you should go out there and broadcast, I'm lazy, but we want uh, what we want to look bigger, look bigger, uh, such as our finances, such as our productivity, you know, oh my goodness, look at me, I'm in the gym, like, you go to the gym one time and bring, like, six outfits and change into them so that you can take selfies of the mirror at the gym and be like, got it, you know, I don't think many people actually do that, that's really jacked up, um, people do do that, I don't, but I don't think many people listening to this do that, I just want to say to watch out for the fakeness in society and to just really push you guys to be as real as you possibly can, be real, be who you are, it's okay, I'm, I'm not talking about the sinful side of us the greedy side of us. I'm not saying go be stupid. I'm not saying, well, you know, defend the fact that you're an alcoholic and then go drink a bunch of alcohol. That's not what I'm trying to encourage. I'm just saying, if you are you, which you are, be you. If you're goofy, be goofy. I, maybe somebody at work like made it sound like jokes are the end of professionalism. That's not true. Maybe someone, you know, in your family try to tell you that you're not supposed to be with that person because they don't think they're smart or they think it's a bad idea. But really, in the end, it's up to you. And especially if you want to trust God, which you should, it's up to God. So say, God, what you know, is this right for me or not? Trust God's voice, and that's it. I know it's good to get advice and mentorship and all, but I just see so many insecure parents out there trying to push these things on their kids and whatever. I just, I've seen it myself. I've heard a lot about it, too. Um, it's just kind of gross. So I just want to encourage people to be themselves 
put that in the right context. I'm not encouraging sin. I'm not encouraging people to be idiots. But I'm just saying, if you've got a drive to do something and everyone else around you seems to be against you, just don't listen to that and go be yourself and stop trying to be fake and stop trying to appease society. It's not worth it in the end. Uh, you'll end up regretting it really bad. So yeah, be you, freaking be you. That's all I can say. Just want to encourage the homies. I know that's a popular message right now and I want to bring my take to it as well. To just be yourself, be you, be who you know you're supposed to be and don't take criticism for it. Um, Just walk away, you know? And some people might encourage, well, you know, uh, some people might say, F the haters, you know? Like go out there and show them wrong, freaking idiots. Like don't do that either. Just ignore it. Just be who you are. Don't spend time having energy towards haters. Don't spend energy trying to come up with an excuse for why you're right or try to fight your point. Like screw all that. Just be who you are and then ignore everything else around you. To me, that is the ultimate superpower. So just want to encourage you guys in that. Don't be fake. Don't give in to the fake. Be exactly who you know you're supposed to be. Push hard for it. I need this every day. Man, I struggle with this sometimes. Um, it's really easy for me to be like, you know, I'll hype about something and then someone comes to me with an opposing viewpoint. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Yeah, they're so right. That was such a dumb idea. Like, no, it wasn't a dumb idea. Stick with what you know. Find ways to defend it in your own head. And then don't worry about going to fight it against everybody else. Just live it um, and, and shred it. So, yeah, love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Share it if we encouraged you. And, yeah, peace.